Come on a journey with me, Bree Lawrenson, where we talk about the stories behind the scenes in the music industry. Grab a drink or four. This is your front row ticket in to the distillery with me, Bree. I'm so excited to announce the launch of my Patreon. Join and get early access to new music, exclusive content, and podcast episodes early, cool gifts, Zoom hangout sessions, handwritten song lyrics, and even a songwriting session with me. Check me out. Brie Lawrenson on Patreon. Welcome back to another episode of The Distillery with Bree. Thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you are all enjoying these stories on the on the many, many roads that Bree has been on. Please keep liking our podcast. Please keep subscribing to the podcast. That means the absolute world to us. Leave your comments. Uh, share these podcasts follow, with your follow, friends, follow. aunts, <laughs> uncles, cousins, your, your mother, your father. <laughs> okay. um, so please thank you guys very, very much for... for, for uh, Allowing us to come into your cars or your homes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Before I keep moving forward, let's introduce our host today, Bree. Bree, how are you? Good. I'm good. How are you? Good, 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 good. good. How's, had- uh, how's motherhood been the past okay. few weeks? <laughs> it's our son is sick again for the millionth time, and um, it's only March. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it's keeping me on my toes, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's keeping me out of trouble at all, mm-hmm, but... Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm busy. I'm busy. Very, very, it's, it's very hard busy to, all the time. Yeah, it's hard to balance mm-hmm. the lives, you know, of work and then becoming a parent, being there for your kid. Oh, my goodness. We are fucking crushing it, though. So kudos mm-hmm. to us. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Uh, so what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the time that Brie went to Nashville and sang for Martina McBride's producer. Yeah, I was actually supposed to work with him um, on a big project. But let's not <laughs> jump ahead here, as Bree likes to do. Wow. Let's uh, let's let's first paint a picture of where we are in your career. So, mm-hmm. what year is it? Where are we with with singles being released? Where are we with you know trips to Nashville at this point? Well, I can tell you that we lived here in this house. Okay. Like it wasn't near the beginning of all the you know um big things that happened for me with the radio support and stuff like that it was um a few years into that like i made my first nashville studio album in 2014 we we lived in the apartment then um and this my opportunity to work with with him um it came from i think my going to nashville to record my second album so okay so you record your first album you said in 2014 that's and, right because and then mm-hmm. and and then so i i had recorded my first album which was Breleave, mm-hmm. you know, all in nashville and that was like basically the the beginning of when i started going back and forth to nashville so okay. i was writing with a lot of people and i had met at that point like bef- leading up to him meeting meeting this producer, um, I had worked with a lot of people, like a lot of different um, marketing agencies. Well, there was a PLA Media in Nashville, and she was she was awesome. Um, she was actually Garth Brooks' um, manager in the. 
I don't know, in the in the eighties or the nineties or yeah. When 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 Garth Brook became, you know, Garth Brook. <laughs> Ridiculously amazing and famous. Yeah. And so um yeah, I met I met her at PLA Media in Nashville and that's kind of when it all started and I started writing with this sign like a published um he had a publishing deal, this writer, and he was great. We wrote two songs two or three songs that were on the first studio album in nashville called brie leave which you can get on spotify hell yeah <laughs> it's got over a hundred thousand streams brag about it so well you know what <laughs> i ain't got a label that's gonna do it for me okay all right all right so <laughs> i have to be so, my own advocate here. so you're working with pla, PLA media mm-hmm. and then this is kind of this is the agency that you so sorry you no, were talking th- kind of getting to know martin martina mcbride's producer yeah so this is leading up yeah 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 and i know yeah, yeah. that you you love it when i ramble and like oh, well, draw the story you, well you gotta you gotta give the listeners <laughs> right our yeah. our listeners have to fully understand the story and, and we have to well, break it down well, for it's them. important it is the, hell the yeah it paints a all, picture yeah, yeah like sorry, picasso I'm, I'm like picasso <laughs> you know i like it so sorry go on go on um, so PLA Media was kind of, that was the fir- my first step into the actual industry, finding the right people to write with as a songwriter in Nashville, because she had connections. And that's when I wrote with uh, Bo Fuller, mm-hmm. who uh, was, an, remember, you remember Bo. But anyway, um, he was uh, a great writer and he was signed, or he had a publishing deal and everything. So we kind of... Um, we hit it off and we wrote some songs and we recorded in his um in his studio and that's actually how i found the studio that i recorded all of my m- both of my albums all of my music in nashville in was through him so pla media my songwriting friend and that leads me to the main studio in nashville that i use every time i go and um I when I was looking for somewhere to record in Nashville, I was I was looking for the right person to record with, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And my biggest like inspiration <laughs> growing up being a singer was Martina McBride. She So you've just, been listening you've listened to her obviously since you were Mhm. Since I was since you um, were younger? <laughs> yeah, since I was like a kid. I remember yeah. um, I don't know. I was so she's like 90s country. Yeah. She she was you know hugely famous uh with Garth Brooks and she they still toured is, together? obviously. Um I don't know. They might have. I yeah. I don't know, but yeah. I've seen the I've seen Martina in concert live. I actually touched her hand. Oh, did you wash it after? <laughs> no, yeah. Just put a paper bag. Just put a bag <laughs> over know. it and just not wash it for a while. I was, but but and also my face was on the big screen in the stadium when I touched her hand. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. And so I was like, "Well, how old was that's I?" That's wicked. Eighteen. Oh my gosh, it was like a dream come true. So what actually happened is that we were at the concert and we had like bad bad tickets like bad seats like you were like way in like the 300 levels way like way up way yeah, in the back yeah yeah and um and then my i think we were walking to our seats and this guy comes up and he's like hey i'm a part of the uh martina mcbride street team and we want you to be on the floor oh you're two hot young women <laughs> So they're like, please, please, you know, uh, yeah, come like yeah. right on the yeah. front stage, and um, they're like, he's like, do you want to, do you want to come? And I'm like, 
Yeah. So. Who would say no? Like, like, no, thank you. We we don't want to come closer and watch Martina McBride. No, like, we're, yeah, we're here to have a good time, you know? Um, And, yeah, being closer to her was, like, the excitement was just huge because I had loved her so much. Her songs, I grew up listening to. I grew up singing them. Like, Wild Angels and Love's the Only House. I used to sing that song on stage when I was a little girl for, like, all kinds of fairs and festivals and like and you know i just knew every single word and i looked up to her because of her vocals she could sing and she sang that she sing like she would said she's little but she's loud and she actually yeah. sang a song that said i'm little but i'm loud you oh know? really i don't think yeah. i've heard that no you probably haven't no, babe <laughs> Well, I'll listen to it. Well, she actually sang that song when she, yeah. So I don't know. I I felt like I could relate to her. And um, being a, being like, I'm a short five foot (laughs) woman. Um, So I've always been petite. And I always wanted to have a big, huge voice like Martina McBride, Christina Aguilera, you know, um, uh, Whitney Houston, but anyways, Martina was like the big one for me for country for country music. So, so, anyways, I kind of got sidetracked with that story. That was fun though. That was good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Of course, I that's just, tidbits you only get on the podcast. There you go. Um, so, anyways, so much fun at the concert. But on my journey in Nashville, I worked with uh, I think two different, three different agencies on like. Um, connecting connecting me with hit writers connecting me with like real industry people so the one agency i was working with um they connected me with um martina mcbride's producer basically um basically he was the producer when she was really like a star like she was just hitting the charts so like we're talking 90s Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was her main producer. Yeah. Was he still working with her at that point? Um, no. So he no. had um, he had recorded like her main, you know, um, like main albums that went that multi platinum or whatever. Yeah, exactly. He and he had worked with her on songs like "Where Would You Be." Yeah. Um, which was like one of my favorite favorite songs. Um, off of one of and her. he was just a producer, so he wasn't a writer. He just um, produced so the album, or did he help write they, some other songs? No, song? he he had a he had a hand in helping write. Oh, really? And, wow. and actually, he also um, works with um, with uh, who is it? Oh, Lady A. They're they're not called Lady, Lady Annabellum or it, Lady An- Annabellum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he and when I met him, he was in the middle of working with with them or he was he producing an album for them for them it oh, was wow, the really? um the album that like their first one run to you it was um there was their first big big al- album that he did um and anyway it, when i got to meet him well hold on a sec hold on a second yeah hold on a second so you work with these producers and they connected you so yes you, you kind of got connected via email or something like that or you just called one up and said Hey, Mr. Producer, like, let's do this. Like, <laughs> no, let's, like, let's... so that's what the agency is is for. So they just set it up, and then you just yes, go. They 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 set you up a meeting. So how so how does the agency work then? So they so you go to them and say, hey, I want to write with writers. Yeah. Right, and then they say, you know, 
do they ask kind of what's your style or something or no um he would well when i finally when i got to meet him in person and that's what the the agency was for like to set up the in-person meet so you pay these agencies to, to oh so you paid them yeah so, okay so, so you paid these agencies to set you up with writers yeah Exactly. Okay. 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 Um, and and, and then do the writers get the, you know, the writers? The writers or the producers? So. They obviously, but I mean, the people writing a song with you would obviously get a cut of that song. Well, yeah. Any, any yeah. writers always get their own okay. cut. So you, especially so in Nashville, paid, it's always fifty-fifty. So you pay to write with them, and then um, you pay them if their song makes big. They also get money off that. So I would pay the agency to connect me with the writer. I, I didn't. I I don't pay the writer to write with. But I'm sure they get a cut. Ah, uh, that I don't know. I don't know. Really? I think these writers, um, they they, they try to write to hit that to write that one song. I guess. Work. Yeah. 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 To and, write, get that one song to hit big. Yes, and then, like writing credits is different than you know something that you're paying for in the industry. Like when you're a writer, you get fifty percent, especially in Nashville. Any everyone in the room. If there's three, if there's four, if there's two, they all get the same percent. Even oh, okay, though, so it's always split equally. Yeah, okay. which which was really cool. It was just something that I learned when I was on became on this you know crazy journey, just <laughs> just running all over Nashville with my head cut off trying to find people to write with. But, so so before we get to this, like before we get to to writing with Mar or to sing, singing for Martina McBride's producer, mm -hmm. could you take us through like one writing session that you did? Oh yeah, you know, and just but did you ever have like a weird one or anything or? Um, yeah, but there wasn't. Because 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 hold on a sec before we get there, it's because it's weird, right? I mean, you're mm -hmm. you're just meeting this you're, person for the yeah, first like time. you're you're a young girl, mm -hmm. right, in Nashville, and you're you're this company is setting you up to write with somebody at a at a location of their choosing. Yeah, usually. Right? So it's yeah. someone's. You know, because I'm sure you've not just done it at offices, right? There's probably homes no. or, you um, know. I haven't. So so what there is, is there's like, so when you go on M Music Row in Nashville, there's there's studios, but there's also like places for exactly that, like what we're talking about, like songwriting oh, okay. houses. Okay. So say like BMI. So no one lives there? No, it's just for songwriting so or just, recording. So you can oh, wow, okay. all kinds of like little studios That's and crazy. stuff. I remember, um, I remember meeting this one writer at a record label on Music Row uh, to write, and then he ended up being the a head of A and R for Kelsey. Oh yeah, but we're not going to get into that. That one's a cool one. <laughs> but yeah, so let's like, not get into that one because that's a story but, on its own. But yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing, and like you bring up a really good point of discussion is that you know you you don't know anything about this person when you get in the room with well, them, that's, and that's it's what I'm almost saying. yeah, yeah, and I, and I don't and I don't mean for it to sound like oh it's weird, like it's weird to me because it's a different concept to me, right? Because yeah, you've I just, never done uh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's and foreign yes, to being, me. Being vulnerable with a complete stranger is like... Well, you have to go and literally open up your heart mm -hmm. to this person to write, yeah. you know, to kind of get stuff out of each other, right? Like you're yeah. telling each other, I'm sure, some the deepest, personal you know, feelings that you've feelings had, that, right? It's like a therapy session exactly, exactly. that you're having with a complete stranger. Exactly. So, yeah, it can be really like just kind of so, sorry, take, or awkward. Take us to one that, that, that you know, you um, thought was weird or felt different or... So, uh... 
one that I one that I didn't really jive with. Oh, this this one it was like one of the first one guys that I wrote with, and he he basically we only just we sat there and we just talked like we never actually discussed what we wanted to write. It was just like he just kind of kept on going on and on about his life, and I mean some some of the sessions are like that. Like sometimes you get into so one person does more talking or something. Well, sometimes you get into a room with someone and then you just start talking, and then it's more like okay, let's, um, you know, write about this, but like after a certain point, like you want to get to know the person. Some people are like that. Okay. And sometimes the the first writing session can just be like a hangout session. Just to get to know each other. Exactly. And kind of, but, so that, so, but, but to write with them again, would you have to pay the agency again? Or are you no, like connected no, at that point? No, the agency had just connected Just makes the initial us, connection. That's what it does. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Gotcha. And so then, of course, we follow each other on social media. And, and talk to each other yeah, and reach no, out. Yeah. So there was one. And then there was also one girl that I wrote with that she, she, she kind of took my song. So I had this beautiful song. At least I thought it was like a beautiful idea. Um, and she... She kind of turned it into a totally different feel than I wanted, but I didn't want to like offend her, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that happens sometimes. Of you course. don't want to offend the person, but you're like, dang, like this was my this was my song idea, and yeah. like now it turned into something that I didn't want it to. Yeah. Um, you know that kind of stuff happens all the time. But then there's stuff that there's ones that happen like guts and God when I wrote with. Um, D and he was like it was just like this is what it is bang bang yeah. bang and I think I think further down the road we'll, we'll maybe that could be a bonus uh, episode for our patreon members is is writing is, is your um, is a po- is a podcast released to our patreon members about you writing that song because mm-hmm. that, that, that is yeah. a song that's that's wrenches at your heartstrings. Yeah, and we'll make you know. And there's a like a man whole cry. back end story. And there's that... a back end story that connects with children's hospitals, mm-hmm. um, which is something you were very, very happy to be a part of. Yeah. Um. So that that's you know that's that'll be fun to do. That'll be fun to do for yeah, sure. Yeah. He was yeah. an amazing. So back to dude. this girl. So it just didn't jive. Like it just wasn't. Yeah. So that was for a different agent. So the agency that connected with uh, connected me with my first writers. They connected me with her at one point. And I was like, yeah, like I was thinking to myself, I was more into the, into the writing aspect, like the lyric aspect of it than she was like, all she really wanted to do was just sit there and kind of, you know, like add words. But anyway, we just didn't really vibe, but I'm not really a confrontational person until I have to be. Um, and then, so I just thought, you know, okay, this is another learning experience. It's yeah. just like everything else. Yeah. You never, you know, you're never going to, you're not going to write a hit song every time you write with someone. But wasn't there one, I remember it was kind of right when we were first getting together or something like that or whatever. Um, you went up, you drove up to a house, but you just didn't feel comfortable or yes. something. Yes. Yeah. So that, that was like my first trip to Nashville, first or second, maybe. Um, and yeah, I found what I started doing when I was started going to Nashville was, um, looking online for, for, um, industry executives that I could get in touch with to have meetings with. And I connected with a bunch of people. I actually found this directory of like music row online and I literally went through emailed everybody and I emailed everyone and some of these guys got back to me. Some of they did. Some of them didn't. And that's why 
we ended up meeting with Taylor Swift's yeah, yeah, marketing yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Because because I went out of my so my thinking was and I and and, and you helped me with with this too, um, to think, you know, I'm definitely not gonna meet these people if I don't reach out. Goddamn right. Like you know, like if you don't try, it's it's always gonna be a no. Goddamn right. So you just you Keep know punching man. Yeah. So so that was my whole mentality when I guess that led me to my Nashville stuff and. And but back to this house, so yeah. Went, so meeting yeah. these these writers, uh, I don't know. I, I I was a young girl, and yeah, you probably early twenties, eh? Yeah, like twenty four. Yeah, mid twenties. And uh, yeah, like still lived at home, you know, just kind of living with mom, and then going to Nashville every few months, um, and then coming back home. But yeah, I didn't feel comfortable because it was they wanted to meet at a house, and it was two other men older men and i was new to this whole like yeah. writing thing in yeah, nashville those feelings like, are valid those fearing those feelings so, are very valid yeah i i yeah. had that little bit of something my intuition was just sit not cool with it yeah, so yeah. so i canceled on them yeah but i canceled and i think they were upset but you know but at the same time your feelings you know it's it's you have to i think it was a good yeah. you know when you're a young girl in yeah, a big city it's, that you don't know yeah exactly exactly and unfortunately that's been like chances. you know that's why it's hard even harder for women you know in this industry in any industry yeah you know because so we get to meet the producer right yeah. so so you go down to nashville never met him before haven't talked to him where did you guys meet we met at the agency that I was working with. They have a they have like a studio right in Nashville. So you walked in and you were walked just like, in. "Hey, good to meet you." <laughs> yeah. Shook his hand and, and um, like, "Let's let's write a hit song." No, I was like, "Wow, yeah, like it's so amazing to meet you." Like, so you, you have knew no who idea. he was. Like, you knew his For, name, so obviously yeah. you knew who he was and everything going into it. Okay. And I said, even you know, I've been listening to the work that you've done. Yeah. Since I was a little kid, like the. You work with Martina McBride. She is literally my favorite yeah. voice, my favorite artist of all time. And I can't believe... I had so many questions about the songs. Like, when did you write? Uh, where will you be? Where would you be? Like, when, what was that about? Like, yeah. what was it like working with her when she hit that note? You know, the high on an E, on an E sound, like an E shape. Like, it's really hard to hit high hit notes it. in that. Can he, can he hit like one similar to it? <laughs> uh, Turn down your you oh, oh, if you aren't here with me? Nice. <laughs> nice. I was going to be like, turn down your radio. Or turn down the volume. Yeah, well, the baby's <laughs> sleeping, so I've learned to oh, tone it awesome. down. That's awesome. So, okay, so... You're, you introduce yourself. You kind of let him know all this. He just says thank you, and obviously. And I'm trying my hardest it's not to act like, like a total girl. idiot. Yeah. yeah. And then you guys sit down and kind of start kind of belting out some feelings? So, yeah. we um, Well, we had that first meeting, and then we planned to meet up again the next day on Music Row. At so, how, his... so how was that first initial meeting, though? Was that It was just a meet and greet kind of thing? Yeah. Like it, wasn't so anything... it was me and him and the person that connected us yeah. in the office because oh, okay. they were friends. And so, and so and actually, he told me, we got to talking about how, how the artists that I loved and... Um, Carolyn Don Johnson is one of them, and she is a Canadian singer-songwriter. She actually 
you know, sings back up for, for Miranda Lambert. <laughs> and she's an amazing songwriter. And, and he knew her, too. CDJ. And he was yeah. almost going to take me over to her house. She goes, he goes, you know, I, I, think, I think I could just, like, show up with, with you. And she wouldn't care. Like, nice she, accent, by the way. I'll <laughs> try to get into it, on. but I haven't yeah. been to Nashville yeah, in a it's bit. It's been a while. Yeah. Usually when I come home, I get it. I know. Back, it's like your southern drawl. <laughs> yeah, the southern drawl. Um, you know, he was talking about her like like she was just his friend that he'd like call up and like show up. Well, I'm sure they are. And it sounds like you know they are. Yeah, it, which was really like amazing to me. Like yeah. I just couldn't believe that I was meeting this person that like made all that kind of helped make all that success for those women. Yeah. You know, for those women. Yeah. Um. And and then yeah. So we talked about meeting up again the next day so we did and uh i brought my guitar and i said how sang. long was your first meeting with him just like maybe an hour an hour okay yeah okay so yeah and so you so you meet the next day and of course i was like so nervous and you guys I'm met like, on music row in a studio in or? one of the places that he writes okay. works with yep. yeah another agency a publishing agency they all, they have all kinds of songwriting rooms and stuff on music row so um i met him and uh he was he was wanting to hear my songs. He wanted to hear me play my music. And um, so I played him um, like Canadian Pearl, nice. Hell on High Heels, With You Whiskey. And he actually said to me, you know, your voice is, is just like Martina McBride's. Feel like you just and I'm stop. like, just, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> just stop. He's like, you know, the soulful, like, um, the soulfulness, the richness, and, um, you know, just let it go. Like, there's a little bit of resistance, he said, in your chest voice. And you have to just kind of get up and learn how to use your mixed voice more, which I knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah, and, you know. You know, like, I'm like a we singer. all do, obviously. <laughs> no, you want to explain the, but it? You maybe know what <laughs> I thought the coolest thing about it was that he knew what to say to me. To he knew what to say to me so that I would understand what he was saying. Like he yeah. was talking to me like he was talking like like he was a vocal coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was a producer who had worked with a lot of lead vocal vocal and singers, vocals. and he totally yeah understands. And I thought, it. yes, like yeah. this is the way that I would work. So what does that mean exactly? The, the mixed voice? Yeah. So we could do a whole episode on that, too, if you give, want. Give us, like, a 30-second break. Okay, so, so there's three, like, three different cavities that you can resonate your voice in through. The, the hardest thing to do is is be able to switch between them without, like, ex, without exposing the break in your voice. Okay. So it has to be, like, effortless. So your chest voice would come from your chest if you yeah. put your hand on your chest when you're talking and it and it's vibrating that's where that's your chest voice it's your okay. sort of your lower register and then your mixed voice is like it's like in up in here it's yeah. like ah like up yeah, for, in your for, the, for, for those nah, of us who can't you know? see Brie she's pointing <laughs> to her eyes basically like her, her sinuses yeah, basically. area and then the top part that's your yeah. falsetto is called your head voice which is like okay. you know like Ooh. all those yeah. <laughs> whistly stuff um, okay, so, yeah, he, like, so he, he, he said me, that. Like, he you, knew all of yeah, that. Yeah, you guys knew what you guys were talking to each other about. And, yeah, we were hitting it off, yeah, you know. We yeah. were, like, getting on, like, a house so on he, fire. So he liked the songs? Like, he enjoyed the songs? He loved like, my songwriting, yeah. yeah. And so the crazy thing 
the crazy thing was like I didn't really know how to express like to him that I I needed to know like how much money it was going to cost to work with him. You wanted him to produce a song for you? Because we wanted to work together and he, and he yeah. would produce the song or an also, album. Also, what? Yes, it. That's what that's what's happening. That's so That's what this is about. He wanted to be my producer. Well, hold on. So so you you played the songs for him. He loved your voice obviously and said, yeah. "Hey, let's work together." Let's work together. Okay. I have some other amazing writers I want to connect you with. Wow, okay. Yeah, all this and okay. uh, I was like, "Yes, please. Let's do it." Um and he gave me his cell phone number, which was a big deal. Because you don't you don't just get those people's Damn. phone numbers. Okay. Um and they're <laughs> So um, I remember exiting the building from the back. So you guys thinking, didn't write that day? No, we didn't So write. you just played the song. You just played your songs for him. Okay. Yeah, and okay. we talked about... So this w- this wasn't meant to be a writing session? No, well, no. He, this was just a meet, you guys... Meet and greet, and then we can... each other's t- company. We can talk about, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like okay. my intentions for okay. us working together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had some, like, investors that were willi- willing to to help me financially... Um, but I didn't really have an idea of like the, like how much it would cost to work with him. I knew, and I think I meant, I said something to him like, what, what kind of, um, uh, financials are we talking like? What's it going to be like, like how much am I going to have to pay for like the studio time and all this? And then he, he mentioned like, oh, well it could be a hundred grand. Like there's. It's Could, very hard to know something like that. Be like, well, what if we use the ones in the basement? Yeah, so, <laughs> well, what if I just so he said it could be up to a hundred grand. Sale. He said it could be up to a hundred grand. Yeah. But I mean, but this guy, I'm sure, uses top of the line yeah. gear, top of the line, you know, writers that he'll bring people. in. Works mm-hmm. with the best people. Will will you know is a bang for his buck? Yeah. Type of type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So he told you that, and then you were obviously you were taken back. I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, Pretending wow. to be cool, <laughs> yeah. you know. And then uh, I remember exiting the building and to myself thinking, "Fuck, that was so cool." But I'm never gonna see him again. Have you seen him since? No. No. I messaged him. Uh, I messaged him that night after I left the the studio. I went down to Demumbrium where they have a really nice. Uh, Irish bar, pub style, <laughs> pub type, um, and I I texted him and I was like, you know, thank you so much for this amazing opportunity. It was awesome meeting you. Like, uh, I can't wait to work together. Yeah, good, awesome. That like I said everything like that. Yeah. And there was no response. No. And uh, never heard from my contact at the agency about it either. Oh really? No. So. Did you still continue with the agency after that? Yep, I had yeah. a, I had a bunch of things set up with them already yeah. for that yeah. trip. So I had a bunch of songwritings, songwriting um, sessions, booked, um, stuff, booked yeah. with them. Yep, and I then I got to you know write with all kinds. You of... You know what? That's 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 such an amazing story because it is cool because it, like it shows you how close I was, and then all of a sudden, money. Yeah. Once once you start, once it's like about money. Then it's real. That's what becomes difficult. Yeah, it's real. It's difficult. Yeah. It's the resistance, you yeah, know. Of course. If like, 
And 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 but you know what? But but rightfully so to some of these guys, right? Like a producer well, of yeah. this caliber, he needs to of make course. Money. Well, of course he needs to make money. But at the same time, again, this guy will get you to leaps that your voice probably didn't even know what could reach. Yeah, it would have right? been amazing. To it know would have been amazing. What of he course. could have done, of course. And, but but the cool thing was he told me a lot of cool things that that I didn't know. And yeah, that I was getting firsthand from the guy who actually was in the studio with Martina McBride yeah. when she sang those notes, and he told me like. You know how she how she used her voice and how she she could have done it. You know in a diff in different ways in order to preserve it more and stuff like that. It was just. Did he really tell you cool. anything else about her? Um, just that she was uh, she was extremely talented. Of course. Well, I mean, come on, <laughs> like, you don't need to be a genius. And um, pretty nice, pretty nice girl. Yeah. I mean, she she has an amazing back then and she still now does have has an amazing um uh husband. And I th- he he did actually mention that her husband was like a little bit um on the forceful side in in her career oh, like okay. kind of driving it a little bit more maybe career, a yeah. little bit too much yeah, yeah, yeah. at points. I remember him yeah. saying that. Yeah. yeah. So Martina McBride's husband was, yeah, a little bit, you know, like, go out, do this, do that, sing this, that, sing yeah. that, kind of more in control. Is he a musician himself? I don't know. I think no. he was, like, her manager. He oh, could okay. be. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Yeah. yeah, but it was cool to hear, you know, yeah, that's hear awesome. that from the guy that worked with one of my, like, idols. Yeah, that's <laughs> Growing wicked. up. That's cool. To be in the same room. That's and, cool. Yeah, it's always have that story and to learn that lesson, you know. I think it's a business. I think it's a very valuable lesson to learn for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Good. Any 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 final notes to uh, to kind of close off to this close this, off this, with? this this episode? I yeah. really love that you mentioned the Patreon. Yes. Um, yeah, you guys for exclusive um, direct messaging like with me. Mm-hmm. So if you ever have questions that you want answered or if you want your questions like on our next episode, join my Patreon. Let, let me know what your questions are. We'll answer you. We'll add you, you know, um, put your name in there, in here. So, yeah, it's uh, it's another platform that we're definitely trying out. Yeah, as a, for sure. You know, as opposed to TikTok. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, but we're, you know, still doing TikTok too. So just, yeah, just check me out. You guys, make sure you just share, share, share my music. That's the biggest thing, really. Uh, we appreciate everybody and all of you for listening uh, to another episode of The Distillery with Bree. Uh, as always, thank you, Tim, the producer. Um, Thanks, Tim. Make sure to, again, like and subscribe. Leave a comment if your heart desires. Bree, what are your socials one more time? Uh, just follow me at uh, BreeLawrenson.com, and you can follow all my socials there. Awesome. Till two weeks from now. Peace. Cheers. <laughs>